What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Stakes is High podcast. I'm Jones. And I'm Candace. And we are a real podcast having real conversations with real people. And welcome, welcome to, to our, our podcast. podcast. What's up, C? What's up, Jones? Welcome, welcome, welcome back, man. I haven't, uh, we really haven't talked all this week. What's going I on? I know. It's been crazy. I was working um, a lot and uh, didn't really have a weekend. So there's that. Okay, okay. Before we get started, tell them where they can find us. I don't want to get into that because we got some stuff to talk about. Yeah, we got some, yeah, y'all, it's, it's, yeah, we got a lot today. All right, where can they um, find us? So you guys can find us on Facebook. You can find us on SoundCloud. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter. We're using the hashtag The Stakes Podcast. Um, we will drop all that information in the SoundCloud link. Um, so just, you know, hit us up, follow us, talk to us. We talk back. Yeah, we do. We do. <laughs> hey, thanks for all the new people listening. Um, I've gotten uh, quite a few uh, new listeners that have, you know, told me personally that they've been appreciating, uh, you know, our connection and us doing it together. So, hey, shout out to them. And, uh, you know, if you are a new listener today, you know, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. welcome. Hopefully you stick with us and uh, we continue to give you some good, good content. All right. Yeah, that's nice. Okay. I-, I think all they'll right, appreciate right. that. All right, back to your week. <laughs> so it, I mean, it was just crazy. Um, uh, worked, like I said, six days this week, which normally I will only work four. Um, so grinding, extra pay. Uh, well, you know how that goes. Yeah. yeah. When your salary, Ooh. you know how that goes. So yeah. I'll just end up taking days off, but it's it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's cool. This is my busy season. So. All right. What about you? How was work? Uh, work has been, it's been kind of crazy, man. You know, the life of a firefighter. Uh, you know, we have to have thick skin. So, you know, it's been, um, it's been kind of crazy, man. If you have loved ones out there, please appreciate them. You know, within the last, I think it's been like four weeks, I've had five deaths. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. It's been crazy. So, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, man, it's all I'm good. I, you know, it comes with the territory of, yeah. you know, that lifestyle. and the, oh, I'm sorry, the profession. But, um. Yeah, it's been crazy. So if you have some loved ones out there, man, please, you know, a lot of a lot of, um, you know, drugs are uh, heroin is real big now recently. So I'm seeing it firsthand. And I'm sure you are. There's because a, you all do drug runs, too, right? Yeah. We're EMTs and paramedics. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been kind of crazy, man. It's uh, there's a strain of heroin out there that's been, you know, putting people down. So I just read something about like this new strain. It's like laced with something else, and it's like yeah. instantly killing people. Yeah, it's I nuts. think it's like elephant uh, tranquilizer. Oh my you know? god! So, yeah, people. You know what's crazy? Because we're it's it's easy to say like, man, what the heck? So, but a lot of times heroin is like basically what happened is it's kind of have some of the same effects that pain reliever has. Mm-hmm. So a lot of soldiers and people who have been dealing with injury, they get on pain pills mm-hmm. and then their doctor takes them off. And so then they have no other resource and, and no they other go pain to management. A, yeah. So and they, then they go yeah. to heroin, which is kind of, like I said, the same makeup of like pain pills. And uh, so what happens is cheap and, you know, people, I get hooked. So, but yeah, so, you know, appreciate people while they're alive. Yeah. And, you know, it's been kind of crazy. But, you know, like I said, I just, I knew what I was getting into when I got into this. Yeah, field, that's, that's so. so dope. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Yeah, it's crazy. I can't imagine. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, let's bring in the podcast down already. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> A little heavy to start out with. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? I heard you got some, you've been watching some um, some series. What's up? So, um, I'm really not a huge TV person, but, um, my husband has introduced me into all these TV shows that have come out. Um, so we're going to have a little media moment this week, okay? All right. All so right. check these shows out. Um, 
And if you don't have like, you know, regular TV, you know, check them out on like Hulu and stuff like that. Because that's what we have. We have Hulu. And I love it. So, the first show I'm going to talk about is called Atlanta. Mm-hmm. It's on FX. Okay. And it comes on Tuesday nights. Um, it's a drama. And it's based on the ATL music scene. It stars Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino. Mm. I was really skeptical at first. No, he can act. He can yeah, he can act. I've seen him on a few things. He's amazing. Yeah, he's good. He's good. He's, he's really good. Yeah. <laughs> he's right. really good. I, like I haven't him. seen Atlanta, but I know I know Donald Glover. I, I, I've seen him in a few different things. He's, yeah. He's pretty He's you know, dope. Pretty decent. Yeah. He's dope. I was very impressed with the show. Um, um, A lot of my ATL fam and friends are kind of like, well, this is not, not right, and this is not right. You know, they're kind of like nitpicky about some of the things. But the show in itself is pretty dope. So um pretty excited about black television right now, okay. which, you know, y'all, y'all know me. <laughs> y'all know how I feel. <laughs> pretty excited about that. Um, then the next series, it's on cable TV on the OWN network, Queen Sugar. It's based on a book mm-hmm. by Natalie Bazile. I hope I'm saying her name right. Um, and I just downloaded the book last week. I started it, and it's like, it sucked me right in. The TV show is amazing. Okay. The cinematography, oh my gosh. Like, I wish that this crew could just teach a class. Oh, yeah. Because the way it is filmed, it's beautiful. It's set in the South, and it's about um, a family with a lot of issues, and they've got a sugar farm. And um, I don't want to tell it all, but um, you guys really need to check it out. It's some great writing, it's is some it great directing. One? This is season one. Okay. It just started. I want to say this is the. F- Coming up will be the fourth week of the show, and amazing, absolutely, <laughs> it's amazing TV. Okay. So um, check that out, and then we have the Netflix series The Get Down. Yeah, I've seen this. Oh, I watched the whole season. My so. God, it's a good show. <laughs> like that little six episodes, whatever yeah. eight episode. Like I need more. I want more. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's really good. It's based on um, the rise of hip hop in the Bronx in the seventies. Um, and Nas is a producer on the show, and Grandmaster Flash is, is a producer on the show, so yeah. it's got some. It's awesome. Yeah, it's good. I like um, I like the you know the element of uh, hip hop that they've included yeah. along. Not only just rap, they they focus on the DJ, they focus on graffiti. So I, I appreciate and just that. how you had a crew. Yeah, how you yeah. had a crew, and a crew like, yeah, and a crew. Sure. You know, for like sure, and, sure. and community and family and all that. It was it's um. It's captivating TV. Yeah. So, and that's on Netflix, so check that out. Yeah, I've when seen you it. Can. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. I think it um, you know, um one thing that I did appreciate about uh the get down, it, it kind of it kind of touched on um you know, the culture of hip hop. Yes. You know, and uh one thing that I have been, you know, I've I've kind of been I guess I can say I've been thinking a lot about, you know, just thinking about the different things as far as uh, culture. And, you you know, when you start thinking about, like, the different cultures, like hip-hop culture and all that. But I mean, like, as far as, like, black culture and white culture. Mm -hmm. One reason I've been kind of thinking about it a lot because of, like, of course, you know, and I don't want to go back to this conversation. But, you know, the Colin Kaepernick, you know, uh, conversation. Right. You know, and, and one thing that I seen that it seems like it's been turned into like a black and white thing, of course. Right. You know, and um, like everything. Yeah. But but honestly, I mean, there's a lot of black and white things that people just don't necessarily want to realize. There are black things, there are white things. Yeah, yeah, and I think that uh, you know, and I, 
I think what Colin Kaepernick was doing, I don't think it was really a stand up for black people, although that he was a part of, you know, I disagree. Well, it was a part of a part of what he was saying, because a, a part, of course, a part of what he was saying. But he also was talking about people who don't have a voice. That's not only black people. That's true. That's you know true. what I mean? So I think that goes into, you know, it, this is not only about a white and black, you know, although, you know, he, he's talking about injustice of black people. Right. But, you know, he's talking about people who don't have a voice. That's, and that's true. You know, and that's more than just us. So but um, so I guess as I sit back and thought about it and I was just like, we understand, of course, me and you, you know, we can understand what the black culture is. But I was I was sitting there thinking like, you know, what do we what what is white culture? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like what what do we call white culture? You know, and, you know, and I was just I, I sat back and I, you know, I started reading a couple articles and then I found, you know, what I, I sent you to I sent you um that sheet that I sent you. Yeah. And it was just talking about the components of white culture, you yeah. know. And really, at the end of the day, I, I guess I just think like as a black person, I've always just kind of said, what is white culture? It's being in America. That's exactly what it is. You know what I mean? Like, really, it has like the American way kind of been uh, whitewashed. <laughs> yeah, the the white way, you know, and just the way we see the way, you know, the way that is what considered, you know, living morally right, and just the way the standard of living is mm-hmm. that has that been like the white culture? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so I kind of wanted to tap into that today and kind of see what you. You know, you know what you thought. And I guess, you know, try to establish, you know, basically at the end of the day, we have to be able to see each other's culture and understand each other's culture Mm -hmm. to be able to live together and understand each other. You know, and I don't think we are doing that. So I kind of wanted to tap in that today and see, you know, where we can go with it and, you know, stuff like that. You know, okay. You down with that? Y'all ready? It's going to get heavy. (laughs) Crazy. (laughs) All right. So since we are here, um, talking about that let's go ahead and tap into like what do we consider you know um what do we consider our culture black culture you know what what are some of the things that you think that defines us as culturally you know being black um well i would say one of the things that defines us is our connection back to the motherland that connection and learning about that history, not just the history that's in our history books and our textbooks, but actually drilling down, you know, and learning more about, like, for instance, like my name. My Mm. name, Candace, is a derivative of Candake, which is a derivative meaning queen, mother queen, which was a family that ruled in Africa for hundreds of years. Mm. So learning about who we are learning about not just you know our family trees but learning as a whole as a culture Mm. that is a huge part of black culture think so oh yeah okay um yeah i kind of i guess i can see that uh yeah i can see it's not it's it's not necessarily popular because a lot of people don't take the time yeah a lot of people don't take the time I guess that's what I was going to say. You know, I think that we I mean, I think that's one of the reasons why I guess that sounds good. And and, and that'd be great, you know, but I think that's why a reason why a lot of us are lost, because we don't know where we come from. And but you know what? I think now Mm -hmm. recently, like I I say, you know, people are being, you know, woke in quotes, you know, woke and conscious. Wake up, you know, wake up. (laughs) But I think now I think people are starting to realize the importance of learning outside of what you're being taught in school. If you're only learning in school, you're not learning. You know what I mean? Yeah, 
I guess. I mean, but okay, let me ask you a question behind that. I'm glad you brought that up because I had this conversation with someone else. Maybe it's kind of going off um, off the off the trail of where we're going. But okay, bringing up, you know, you learning outside of school, what, what they don't teach you in school. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I see that conversation about, well, we don't we don't learn about our people in school. And, and you know, and, and, and we do, I guess we can say, uh, you learn about, you know, Martin Luther King, Harriet Tubman. But that's where it stops, and that's the problem. But let me ask you a question. What, okay, let's talk about history class. Okay. Has history class evolved as far as it goes with white culture? Um, I don't think so. I think we learn that same things, and the thing is, it's not like I come out of history class, and I'm like. But the problem is what they're teaching in schools mm-hmm. is inaccurate. They're not showing the real picture. There but, are textbooks that recently have come out about you know, African Americans being in, indentured servants when we were brought over from Africa. That's not the truth. No, I get it. I get where you know. You, I get where you're going with that. But has has white history changed that much? Has white history white white blah white history? I gotta edit that. I sound like blah blah blah. blah <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. I, I ain't editing nothing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but anyway, has white history within the school books and just um, the in, in school period has it changed that much? It hasn't changed, but the problem is the history that our stu- that p- students, period, right. not just black students, mm-hmm. that they're being taught is whitewashed. It's a whitewashed version of what has happened. For mm-hmm. instance, the Nat Turner story, that wasn't even in my textbook. It wasn't I, even in my textbook. Right, right. I got it. I get it. No, I get where you're going with that, but like... I don't think history I think history class has been formatted for us to take a test and I don't remember anything from history about white culture. Yeah, you I, do. I just, Everything you learned about history is white culture. I mean, what I learned about I, I don't think the like, Boston Tea Party, white culture. I can, I guarantee you can go to The story like, of Thanksgiving, which is a lie. Right. White culture. But what I'm saying is I guarantee you can go to like I mean, like Boston Tea Party, I could probably ask like your average 30-year-old right now, they'd be like, I don't know, man. I don't know. something you learned in but school. But that, that doesn't mean it's not necessary. Right. No, no, no. I'm not devaluing. But anyway, yeah. I, I'm just saying, like, I think I think you're right. You have to learn outside of school, regardless if it's white culture or black culture, because it's more than just that little bit of whatever's in the history It's more book. than the snippet, yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's where I was going with it. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, there has been, you know, I think they have left a lot of African american history out of history oh, yeah. books as well as i probably they probably have left hispanic oh yeah white any any person know, of color you know or, th- their story's kind of it's been kind of watered down yeah and, they, and they're showing what they want you to know yeah i think our same heroes have been the same since our parents were in school mm-hmm. you know i don't think yeah. it's changed that much so and, and 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 i think there has been a lot of white people in history that probably should be credited in history class Absolutely, man. I think so. Yeah, I just gave Jones the look of death. Credit it? Absolutely. As, okay. Yeah. Such I as? Mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's some, there's some, you know, there's some Quakers that were a part of the movement of the Underground Railroad where a name where he was like a person that had to convince the rest of the Quakers. I don't know. I'm no historian. But what I'm saying is, like, I agree with you on, I think they're, the history book in itself in the school system is just probably like this this quick flash over history. Oh, definitely. You know, definitely. so that's what that's basically it's a short, what I'm, it's yeah. a short version. And, and that yeah. the sad part is that's some people's only connection to history is what they learn in school. So we said all that to say, dig a little deeper. Yeah, but anyway, going <laughs> back to culture, um, 
see, I guess my I guess my definition of what culture is is kind of some of the things that we can relate to. And what we do is I think as black people, I think we relate to our history, our culture. You know, I, I just kind of look at it like the best way I can example, like, you know how you go to a comedy show and you get that comic up and he, he just kind of goes over to what we all can relate to. Right. Mm -hmm. And has been the struggle pretty much, you know, like we could sit here and say, like, uh, we can go on. And if a comic's bombing on stage, his jokes aren't funny. He can go, you know what, man? Y'all remember when we used to have the TV with the TV sitting on top of it? And you remember, we, and you know, all these different things that we can relate to that have made us strong. And most of it's been like a lot of the struggle. You know what I mean? So like the struggle of, you know, having to stay all night with your brothers, your, your, your cousins on the floor or, you know, having some of the, you know, the lack of, you know, the food in the house. Man, we have peanut butter sandwiches or whatever it is. I think that's a big part of what the African-American culture has been, that struggle in that, you know. And see, so I'm on the fence about that because I feel like, yes, there there was the struggle, and I say struggle in quotations, um, but I like to think that instead of, you know, looking at it in a negative light about struggle, I look at it as our resilience. I mean, because when you look at... I never thought of it as negative. I think it's thing that we can we we laugh and enjoy each other because we can all relate to that and say, heck, yeah, we had to struggle. This is where our struggle came from. In the struggle, we learned to fight. We learned to survive. And we smile and laugh about it in a comedy show because, man, we ain't got to do that no more. You know, I think that's a part of... like That's, we're, we're, that's the way to look at it. I can yeah, see that. Yeah, and that's a way we can relate together and say to where, you know... You know, someone else may not have to, they don't understand it because, yeah. you know, they didn't they didn't go through this struggle. You right. know what I mean? So I think that's one of the things. So well, going back to the I guess. But go ahead. So so you said you, you're saying the the our, our, our resilience our, is, is kind of one of those things. And, and, and just um, when I, I think back to one of the things that I would say, not necessarily a black attribute, but just the community you know our communities were strong our communities are they're getting stronger today but just having that whole connection and you know i am my sister's keeper i am my brother's keeper and not to say that white people don't have that either but um it's kind of one of those things where as when when you look at it you know the cards aren't necessarily in our favor all the time and they weren't in our favor in the beginning so it's kind of one of those things where it's like i have your back you have my back I want to make sure you make it. I'm going to make sure that you make it. It's, you know what I mean? It's one of those things where it's it's the connection and all of those things that kind of make us better together. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you say you think it's getting better? Oh, yeah. I mean, I can just say in the last, just knowing what I know and what I've experienced, just especially here in Indy, just how several groups have come together to do like the Black Business Block Party and to do um, – the open bite. I mean, there's, I, I think the whole connectivity thing is really starting to matter because we're seeing now that if we don't help each other and if we don't build each other, nobody else is going to do it. Mm. Yeah. I hope, I hope <laughs> y'all Joan just sitting on the negative side today. No, I'm just saying, man, I, I, I don't think anyone out there is like understanding what their name means and you know, I don't think that. I totally disagree. I don't know, man. My name well, is something my mom made up. But, okay, but have you researched your name? <laughs> it's, it's something my mother made up. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like, I think, you know, I think 
really in all in all in all i think that i think a time of where you were talking i remember a time to where you know uh throw your fist up and you know you're the strong black woman your name means this you know i do remember a time in that you know i think there was a time to where you know there was no you know, you start seeing some of the African names given to, given to kids and, and given to people. But, you know, it seemed like, a, you know, I think I would say that probably was in like maybe the late 80s, early 90s. And I think that's coming back. I've got friends that have mm-hmm. definitely brought that back. I mean, okay. I know people that are that are bringing that back. All right. I would say I would say it's the millennial generation that's doing that. All right. It is. I mean, really, it is. I've seen kids named after rappers. I mean, I have to. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, 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 I can see it on both sides. Yeah. I can see I it on know. both sides. I, I'm waiting to see that. I, I'm not going to say that's not true, but, you know, let's go. Let's, let's go with it. So, anyway, <laughs> so I guess what we can do. So, I mean, I, I guess we kind of touched on some of the, the black culture. So, I, I mean, there's so many elements to that to yeah. as far as our culture goes. I mean, positive and negative. I mean, mm-hmm. let's just keep it real. But, um, let's go into, so, um, I, here's some. Here's a sheet. I printed out a sheet. So it, it's called the components of white culture, values, and beliefs. So what I want to do, see, I want to go ahead and read off um, the components of white culture, the like different, the different uh, highlighted areas, okay. and then we can compare it to black, right? Sure. Okay. So let's go with family structure. Okay. So here it says. Uh, for the white culture, it says family structure is a nuclear family is ideal social unit. Male is the breadwinner and head of household. Female is homemaker and uh, I can't. I got my glasses on. What I say? Subordinate to, uh, to husband. Uh, what else does it say? I'm sorry. See. And the the structure is basically um, it's patriarchal. Oh yeah, it's so, structure. I see. Okay, yeah. Um, I just larged it up. Sorry. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. Um, so that. That is, I guess, components of of, of, white, of, of white culture. So, what about family or family structure in a black family? And see, I think I think our family structure, at its core, is is still similar. Um, I'm reading a book now called um, "Is Marriage for White People?" Actually, and it it kind of touches on the family structure and how um, it's actually you'd be surprised. Um, black culture still kind of leans towards very traditional values as far as having a mother and a father in the home even though it doesn't always look like that white culture is the same as well but just kind of the shift has happened whereas um with families not having fathers in the home that's kind of shifted a little bit but it's still at the core that you know black families still want to have the mother father in the home. Well, see, I kind of, I don't know. I mean, want and what it is and the reality of what it is, you know, I think that I think we have to look and statistically, you know, if you look at single black mothers is on a super high, you look at uh, female homemakers and subordinate to husband, you know, we can look at that. Is that is that an honest, true assessment of what the black culture is? And actually, that is the one that um, is um, you guys will really have to check this book out. It's called. Um is marriage for white people, and it talks about the decline of marriage right. in you know the, the right. black culture. Yeah, and, and and he lists a lot of these these statistics, yeah. and um, one of them states that you know black women oftentimes are out earning their husbands. Right, and, and, and they are the homemaker versus. The right. Husband. So, and that's what I'm saying. So, mm-hmm. like in the white culture, you see it the other way around. No, so you it's, see- act- it's actually starting now to be the same. It's actually okay. now starting to be the same that white women are now. Um, there are 
it's not necessarily popular, but there are more. Well, we're going more, off. We're, yeah. Let's go off like statistically yeah. the majority right now. Yeah, I mean. Okay, so statistically, statistically the majority, you know, there's probably more stay-at-home white what? mothers than there are. And being subordinate, subordinate to their husband, you know. I don't know how, how that, how, uh, as far as it fits as far as the culture. Not like you or a couple of your friends. I'm saying overall the culture. Yeah. You know, you, you're not seeing that anymore, you know, within the black culture, you know. I disagree. I'm actually seeing, I know a lot of stay-at-home moms I, that are black. All I right. do. I do. I, I can name like five right now. Okay, but I can name ten that's not. Okay. I, can, I know okay. plenty of black women that's out there working oh, because yeah. they have to. Yeah. So that's and that's where we're going. Yeah. She's trying to be all like optimistic today. Like, I am. I know five. I am optimistic. <laughs> we're going off of a majority. Okay. Okay. <laughs> she crazy. Okay. Um, okay. Let's move to our, <laughs> let's move to our next one. Okay. Um, status and power um, measured by economic possessions, credentials, titles, and positions. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's different in the black culture? That's white culture. What I read first. Mm, I think I, it's I think it's the same. No, I think it's after you're absolutely wrong. There's not a lot of black people around here that own things and that has power in that sense. Um, economic possessions. Do we own a lot? There, there are, <sighs> there on, are, see. there are, there are, there are. But I would say that the I'm whole idea about as a majority. See? Okay, but there are, there are, there, 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 there we know ma- there are. But I'm talking about as a majority. I okay, <laughs> the idea of status and power. The idea of status and power. No, we're going off the reality of what our culture is, what we have as far as culturally as as black people. Okay, so what do you think the idea of sta- th- that no, status I, and power ideal. means? No, not ideal. I'm talking about. So we're talking about measured by economic possessions. Yeah, it's the same. It's the, it will be the same. And credentials in the bl- and title and and positions. I think that that idea is the same in black culture. All right. You don't think you don't think that having that someone having a home, having a car. Having a good job, being degreed, that doesn't mean status in the black community? No, I think the black community, I'm going to prove you wrong. The black community has always told us, hey, graduate high school, go get you a college degree and get you a good job. We've never have been like, yo, you need to own your own. Forget working for this person. You know, I think you hear that conversation. But at the re- in the reality of it is, we say, hey, go get you a college degree. And it's not, hey, forget college. You need to start here and build up. There have there are some people out there like that, but on a majority, I think like when you start looking at, you know, because this is the reason why I think like and we can start going to religion, you know, I think our, our in religion and in the a, in a, in a value of Christianity, it's like you know, hey man, money's not everything. You value happiness instead of like having this, you know, this title. You know what I'm saying? So I think that has been. I think there is a, a shift in that as of recently. But I don't think that has been our history of our culture because we've just been like, hey, man, just get you a great job. I don't know. Okay. I I mean, I can see that. I can see that in essence. But I do think that when we think about status and power, we do think about material possession. Yeah. Not material. Not this says economic. Okay. You're right. My bad. You see what I'm saying? We, We think like if I got the biggest car, I'm the richest. Right. These people talking about economic yeah, and I it's white you. culture. You I see what I'm you. saying? So I think that changes. So, all right. Um, action, orientation, um, must master and control nature, must always do something about a situation, pragmatic. Um, dang, it just disappeared. 
Uh-oh. A, a utilitarian view of life. Um, Wait, what would you say? I missed a, it. A utilitarian view of life. Oh, here it is. Okay, I popped it. Sorry. Um, Sorry, people. I'm reading off my phone and my phone is yeah, just Yeah, yeah, Jones. I didn't print it out. He's on a struggle bus. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, master and control nature. I kind of, <laughs> it's funny because like, I think back to when it was storming, you know, really, really uh, bad a couple weeks ago. Okay. Like when we think in terms of nature, like growing up in a black home, it is storming outside. <laughs> you go turn off the lights. Turn off the you, turn, you turn off the TV. <laughs> you go sit down somewhere and be still. Yeah. Because yeah. in quotation, you letting God have his way. <laughs> so that's kind of what you're doing. Yeah. I um, think, I think, um. I, I agree with that. So yeah. um, must always do something about a situation. We've always told you that ain't your business. Don't worry about it. You know, and and it goes to the where you see a white dude like, hey, what's going on over here? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like we like, nah, that ain't my business. Yeah. Stop, stop, stop being nosy. You know, I think that's where we switch in that. You know, I I, I agree with that. Um, and sometimes you know I think that gets them in trouble or it gets us in trouble maybe I don't know. But anyway, um, second or. This is like fourth, but uh, progress and future orientation. Uh, they plan for future, delay gratification, value and content. Man, this keeps disappearing. Okay. Value and continuing continue improvement, improvement and, and progress. progress. Okay. Um, I would say we definitely think about continued improvement and progress mm-hmm. as far as, you know, because one one of the first things you said we say we say hey go to college that you know that is a continual improvement upon yourself that is you know doing something to make your life and your family's I life agree. better i agree because I, we we were dealt back we, our, our our deck was so bad we're like we're, man we gotta we gotta work hard we have to work yeah, hard for sure I agree yeah with that. i mean and and I, I definitely think um the delayed gratification i mean it, it kind of depends i mean i know growing up I had an allowance, but I had to earn my allowance. Okay. You know what I mean? And if there was something that I wanted, let's say, you know, I wanted the latest shoes or whatever. Right. You know, I had to do my chores. I had to do what I was supposed to do to save my money. And it may have taken me six months to get those shoes, but that's something that I had to do. So I can say I can appreciate the whole delayed gratification. Yeah. Um, but we don't always practice that in our community. It, yeah, and that's what I was going to say on a whole. It's, it's kind of like, one of those things where, as you know, so-and-so got the new shoes, so I want the new shoes. Exactly. Too. And that's yeah. the same goes for as far as planning for future. You know, I wonder, you know, I, I didn't. It, it kind of goes to like an episode that we talked. We had a couple, maybe a couple episodes ago we had. And we start talking about like, you know, teach kids about credit and teach kids yeah. about because that really wasn't, you know, has that been a big thing in our community? But when you think about it, when you think about it, look at the reason why it wasn't a big thing in our community. And that goes and that that kind of what measures what culture is. Yeah. You know and what I'm I, so, so, you know, when you're, you know, when you but come go ahead in and, yeah, at, expand on that, at so halftime, you know. Exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. I, I can't, you know, have a savings account. Yes. Exactly. Because I didn't. I wasn't eligible. I, the bank wouldn't even talk to me, you know. So exactly. it's, it's one of those it's one of those things um, like planning for the future. I think now it's a it's a huge deal in our communities that we stress the importance okay. of having a savings account and being, you know, diligent about keeping your credit together. And because, again, we have to do things <laughs> twice as hard as our counterparts, right, right, you know, because, right. I mean, you can have the great credit. You can have the down payment. But, you you know, the fact that you're a black person, sometimes lenders don't even want to deal with right. you. Gotcha. Gotcha. OK. So um, I want to go to one that I'm kind of that that I that I hate when it comes to us is time. OK. So 
you know, I think, you know, here is here with them, they're, you know, saying that, you know, time is viewed as a commodity and, you know, that meaning basically saying time is money. And I think with us as a as an African-American culture, this is one of the things that bothers me big time. I hate it. I try to be on I try to be on time for the most part. I was late with C today, but I think it's I think we we don't value time and we don't respect it. Example. Um, CP time. We laugh and joke about that, but I hate it. I hate that we have to be. And this is the reason why I think that we we come late, because when you're late, you show up, you want to shine. You want to be like, <laughs> look at me here. I Yeah, you see I mean, me. But you know, what time do we go to clubs? We like I haven't been at a club in a while, but it's like you show up fashionably late. CP time. I hate that. I hate it with a passion. And I think culturally, you know, you go to a white event. What do we say? You know, they starting on time. <laughs> you know I, what I mean? I, I would say that. I mean, I know for me, um, I my friends will tell you if we're going somewhere at three o'clock, I'm the person that's there at two forty five because I hate to be late. Yeah, I yeah, hate yeah. to be late. It's one of those things. I, I mean, I don't want to show up the last person. I don't want to show up late because right. to me, that means people turn around. They're looking at me, you know, so yeah. then I'm like nervous or whatever. Yeah. But. Um, I kind of, I think now, for me especially, I don't play about my time. <laughs> so, like, yeah, that's why, no, you know, no. that's why, like, if you're going to meet me somewhere, you know, I'd appreciate it if you're going to be on time because I'm going to be on time. I'm going to give you an example. Going to a white wedding and going to a black, black wedding. wedding. You know what, though? You don't don't give me your 1% that you've seen. <laughs> See, I'm talking about on a, on a, on an average, I've, there's been, I've been to a few white weddings and they started on time I, I can say honestly both i've, I've been to where why i can okay. i'm telling you i can seriously my wedding started on time though i'll All tell right. you that mine right. started on time okay let's go to the next miss <laughs> 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 optimist <laughs> <laughs> all right, we know when you go to a black wedding, you know what's going. <laughs> Not all of them. Jones is oh, y'all. Jones is on the negative side. No, we're today. talking about a majority. Okay, I, I know I, not all. Not all, but I can never say all anything. All white people aren't falling under this list. That's either. true. You're right. But we're just saying, like culturally, what has been like you know a high statistic. So go ahead, you read some. I'm, 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 okay, so aesthetic. See? Music and art is based on European cultures. Mm -hmm. Women's beauty is based mm. on blonde, blue-eyed, thin, and young. A man's attractiveness is based on his athletic ability, power, and economic status. Mm -hmm. Now, you know how I feel about this. Beauty standards have always been based on white people. and Yeah, but I think they changed. I think they changed within the last few years. Because now you're starting to see darker skin. You're starting to see bigger hips. You're starting to see fuller lips. It's, it's you know. But that's. But I think that may have changed in their culture. Because because they see us. Well, we're not based. I mean, we're just going off what has changed, though. I agree. But um, I'm just saying, like, I, I think I'm, I'm, you know, maybe it has. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know if blonde hair, blue eye is the standard of beauty anymore with uh, white people. You don't. No, nah, so? man. You start looking at a lot of the, a lot of the, um, even if you start looking at magazines, you're starting to see a change in that. You know, I just remember like if you look, remember how the like a lot of the models were just sickly skinny. Like, whoa, mm -hmm. she looks like she might be sick. I think that's changed a little bit. You know, I start you, you starting to see a little bit more full. That's why, that's why like Botox and all the different lip injections have the, you know, that 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 um, surgery and cosmetic 
look has changed a lot. It's gone up. You see it everywhere now, you know. You, but okay, so because it's changed, what do you mm. think they're basing that change upon? Um, I mean, I mean, what do you mean? What do you why do you think it's changed? Why do you think that fuller lips are popular? Why do you think that having a I mean, curvy goes body back to, is popular? I mean, I think that goes back to cultural appropriation. I mean, what yeah. we talked about before. Yeah. You know, I think that goes into that. I mean, because, you know, if you start looking at it like Kim Kardashian, let's just say, not say now, let's just say maybe four years ago. Yeah, she didn't look like that. No, but not only that, but she had become like a popular person because of her look. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was because of the curviness. It was because of the, you know, the lips and all that kind of stuff. So, but you said, uh, what was it? Music, music and art based on European culture. I think that's may have changed too, because hip hop has grown so crazy. Yeah, hip hop has been the influence on a lot of stuff. And most of music, truth be told, mm. most of white music was stolen. Look at the, you know the story of Elvis. You know all of that. Right. I mean, it's based on kind of us. <laughs> so I, I kind of look at that and I'm kind of like, uh, yeah. I mean, it could be based on white culture if you're looking at you know who we have now, but no, no. I think um, music definitely now has changed the face of culture totally. Yeah. Across culture. Um, hip hop, most definitely. I, I agree with you on that. Art, you know, I'm not really into art, and I don't know how big art is. If you want to talk about as far as painting art, but if you want to talk about like the art of hip hop, you know, I think it it goes into everything. It goes into how Chrysler puts chrome rims on their car and they're 20 inches. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's yeah. just like that's 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 Mm hip-hop that's all the way Mm hip-hop you know you get into a car and a a factory setting car the system sounds loud it's like it gets up like man it's got a good sound system Mm -hmm. in it to where before you had to buy all the extras you had to put the the, the amp the speakers you know what i mean that's kind of like i mean i think that's that's influenced by hip-hop yeah no one what music has bass drum that's hip hop, you know what I mean? That's that's rap music. You got the bass drum to where you need it loud and a sound system to be the clarity of it. So, yeah. So, um, where we at? Where we at? Communication, standard uh, English, written tradition, direct eye contact, limited physical contact, controls emotions. I think we're totally opposite of all that. You think? Absolutely. When you go to a black function, it's loud. It's, 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 uh, you touch them. You, I have to touch you to get you. You know what I'm saying? I got to hit you. There's physical <laughs> contact. <laughs> I, I think that just, that's just, you know, a part of our community. That's we culture. Are, yeah, that's culture. That's I mean, the that, opposite. That's yeah. why I say we're opposite. Yeah, that's, that's us. I mean, we're going to touch you. We're going to, I mean, I, I think we make direct eye contact. But uh, um, in a serious conversation. But if I'm talking to you, I'm like, I'm animated. Oh, I'm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Standard English. I mean, if you look at that, we, we you know we use the abonics, and you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. That ain't you know that's not standard English. You know, yeah. you know when it, when we you know I mean we can when you get into a professional setting, you can straighten up your right. conversation. It's, it's called code switch. But if it's with, <laughs> if, if I'm with you, I'm with some black people. You know, you it's gonna called, know what I'm saying. It's, it's called code switch, <laughs> and most of us do it. And we can't control our emotions. Nah. But I don't think I don't think white people can either. Nah, I mean, if you look at a white person, dude, calm down. I'm, you know, you know that the whole joking <laughs> aspect of that to where now nah, I'm going to let you know I'm a cut. You know, I've heard, I remember one time my aunt was like, I'm a cuss his ass out. I'm like, and then what? 
<laughs> Sometimes you just got to cuss them out. Sometimes you just got to cuss them out. Yeah, so I think I think most definitely there's a there's change there. There's this opposite there. So uh, where we at? Okay, so the one I want to bring up mm-hmm. is holidays. It says that holidays are based on the Christian religion and they're based on white history and male leaders. Totally, totally. I, I mean, there are black people that, you know, celebrate Christmas. There are black people that celebrate other holidays. But our, um, basically, our history is based on white history. White history. So, you know, the fact that, Santa like, Claus. Santa Claus and, you know, uh, yeah. and, and all of that. So, like, when you do meet a black person, you know, that necessarily says, you know, they're not a Christian, you look at them like they're crazy. But exactly. then it's kind of like, well, why not? I think I mean, we share that. I mean, I think that goes all the way back to slavery. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. I, mean, I think anything with religion, I think, you know, like, if on the religion aspect of here, it says believes in Christianity, no tolerance from um, deviation from single God, God concept. concept. Oh, yeah. That's us. So I think we share that in our culture, but that was a culture that was basically that has been given to us from. It's. I mean, if we want to be truthful, I mean, Christianity is not our religion. It wasn't our religion. It was. Ah, uh, man, I disagree with that. Christianity is not our religion. Uh, that's. I think that's. I think that's. A, Did we a practice myth. Christianity in Africa? Absolutely, Christianity was in Africa. You think so? I know so. Christianity is way older than slavery. It is. So you can't sit here. And it say is, that but I don't. Way. But I don't think that. What was our religion? You think? I think we had our own African religion. Nah, the Christianity was in Africa all day. I think it was. I think it may have been. It was in, big in Africa. In small parts, but I don't. Nah. I don't think it was larger than what people originally practiced. No, nah, Christianity was big in Africa. I'm gonna bring some facts back next week. All day. I'm bringing some. Look facts how old Christianity back. is. Okay, it's old, but that doesn't necessarily mean it was our religion. I don't know. If there was our. I don't think there was an our religion. I think Christianity was. Most definitely. Um, y'all, I'm going to need y'all to fact check. Yeah, I think Christianity was that. in Africa. Most definitely. I think, now, like I said, I think it was there, but I don't think it was the main religion. Now, what I think what happened was when they became slaves, there may have been some messing with the, you know, the meaning of scriptures and what you can read and what you don't know how to read. And I don't know. I think it was. I, I most definitely think it was over there. You know, I think it now when you start having the language barriers and everything like that, when it came to the slave trade i think that's when a lot of the concepts have lost and all that kind of stuff so i don't know guys I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm 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 gonna you know disagree with jones christianity was absolutely an effort and I, i'm not disagreeing with that part okay. i just don't think it was the main religion so i'm gonna need jones to bring back some facts next week yeah I, I, that's what i believe you gotta prove me right. <laughs> <laughs> all right fact please <laughs> <laughs> uh what we got work ethic on here let me see I'm oh i definitely ethic. agree with this disagree with work ethic we have the most amazing work ethic why because we have to the mm. whole, no we have amazing I, was, work I know ethic. some lazy negroes i do i know some lazy white people Mm. Their whole here's my thing. Their whole pull yourself up by the bootstraps. You can't tell me to pull myself up by my bootstraps when I never had bootstraps. It doesn't work like that. Well, that goes in, that goes in with kind of basically. I think with um, kind of what this is saying. Like I, I, I think culturally, and the reason why I say this for everybody that's like, nah, he's wrong. But I think culturally, you know, there was so many things as far as like the deep rooted racism that goes on to when you start looking at. Um, systematic racism and everything like that so a lot of people and i don't i don't want to call black people um lazy at all because we're not but i think what happens is when you're working uphill you're it's a lot easier to give up and just and just say hey man i'm gonna just go ahead and do my 40 hours and i'm done 
to where if you have a lot of the different resources that were given to you that were not built against you, you're working hard is different. You know what I'm saying? So like in the white culture, like if dad gives me the business, it's not working hard. But you still have to work hard for that system for that to be a successful business. So meaning, no, you're saying it's not working. hard. I get what you're saying. He didn't have to sweat blood and tears to get this position because his dad gave it to him. But his dad gave it to him, meaning that he still has to work hard to make millions for this business to where in a culturally we weren't giving shit. You know what I'm saying? So we have to work hard to get it. So what happens is a lot of people just like, you know what, man, I'm doing my 40 and I'm done. You know what I mean? I mean, so. but I, I still I, I think that you can, you know, work hard in your 40. But I don't I don't agree with it. I don't think that the whole work hard bring success platform for white culture. I don't because I don't necessarily think that all of them have to work hard. So I, I, don't, I don't I don't I don't think that's what they're saying. I think they're saying that working hard brings success is what you know the con- the component of white culture that's what they that's what that's they what believe. they that's what they believe yeah values and beliefs even though that doesn't necessarily happen yeah but that's just a part of their culture hey like man you work hard you're gonna get success to where us you work hard you're gonna get turned down you have to work harder and then you're gonna get turned down again and then you still have to work hard yeah. you see what i'm saying yeah. so like there's like work hard you got success we we can feel like in our culture and this is proving our point and proving the point of this you work hard, it doesn't always mean success. That means right. you got to work harder. That means you and have harder to work and harder, harder and harder and harder. Yeah, yeah. So that's and that's and that's what I think that's what they're saying here. Yeah. So you agree with me? So stop trying to disagree with me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I think we. I think we read. I up, think we um, covered them. Yeah. So I think that's. I think that's pretty accurate. I think there's a couple things on here, like you know, beauty. I think that's probably has changed. Um. Yeah, I think that's. Uh, yeah. 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 So I don't know, man. I think bottom line at the end of the day, you know, I think that we I think that we need to understand each other's culture. We do. And accept each other's culture. And once we do that, you know, I think that's when you start seeing a different change in, you know, racism and and stereotypes. And, you know, when you start looking at, you know, just you know, just the separation that we have, you know what I'm saying? Like, as far as even just thinking, because I mean, we're not separate. I work with white guys every day, but by them not understanding my culture, they may not understand, you know, why Colin Kaepernick is taking a knee. Right. You know, me not understanding their culture may not understand how they can think that's wrong. Right. You see what I'm saying? Well, I mean, I think I can honestly say, I feel like, we understand their culture because their culture has kind of it's all that has been pressed upon us automatically so we can understand that once again i think uh like i said in the beginning is white culture american america totally and we just have added influence into that we've i mean yeah okay i got you you know what i mean so it's it's kind of i think we understand their Mm. culture but they don't understand or won't recognize all mm. the things that have been stacked against us that have made our culture what it is today. Okay. And I think, and I think what I get, I get tired of the, the, you know, like you said, pull your bootstraps up and work harder, you know, like, man, I ain't got no boots. I didn't have any, <laughs> right. So I don't have boots or bootstraps. Yeah. How am I supposed to pull myself up? Yeah. So it, it's and kind that's of, not, and I think that mean, and to a person listening saying that we've come a long way and, and we may not even talk about us individually, 
we're talking about as a whole to the individual that that may not, you know what I mean, or may just feel like, you know, or just me, you know, just even having that emotion that, man, this dude going to look at me different. I, you know, I don't have the same opportunity as this guy. There shouldn't even be that reality. You know what I'm saying? It like, shouldn't be a reality. Yeah, but it is. But it is. But it is. You know? Yeah. So it it is, is. I mean, is. and that's especially, you know, as parents, like you think about things like that. You know, mm-hmm. you look at, you know, the foundation that you want to build for your yeah, child. Yeah. You want, you know, and you, but, you know, as a black parent, you know, you have that, that whole saying is you have to work twice as hard to be just as good. It's still true. Absolutely. It's still true. And I mean, and I look at my two year old and I think, you know, OK. I want her to have the same opportunities as little sister Susie over there. Yeah. So I know that I have to start now. That's why, you know, that's why she can write her name. That's why she can say her, you know, all of that. Because I yeah. know that when she gets to school, it's going to, mm. the whole, the game changes. Man, you know what's crazy? I, I kind of been thinking about like racism and prejudice and all that kind of stuff. Like, I understand it. I totally understand it because, not saying I agree with it, not at all. Because I, I always try to use things and put it in uh, sports terms, right? Mm hmm. So racism is like uh, racism is like uh, if if I'm racist, I am I'm going for my team. Right. So if I'm a racist white person. Right. And another white person comes along and like, let's just say they're not racist, but the racist white person is talking about like negatives of black people and these black people do this and do that. So a lot of times it's almost like, you know, I get I get like a racist. A racist can be like, you know, I'm just riding for my team, regardless if they're doing wrong or not. So, for example, if Andrew Luck throws three interceptions today, right, mm-hmm. I'm going to be mad like, man, this dude threw three interceptions. But guess what? Man, he's still the best player, the best quarterback in the league. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, I think that's in the mind of a racist. Like, you know, it's kind of like what happened back in like even just now. Let's just look at the Donald Trump um the Donald Trump, because, okay, I just, I ain't even gonna go in that. I think racist white people always had this concept of, you know, you know, at least I'm not black. I'm poor. At least I'm not black. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm struggling. At least I'm not black because of how racism has been the concept of, or the negative stereotype or just how racist racism has been big so long you know what i'm saying i mean it's never and that's the thing like it's ingrained yes it is and that's what that's why it's so hard for white people to understand sometimes is because it's been so much a part of their culture and and their history and it goes that they don't realize there's never been a time for them that it hasn't hasn't been this way exactly exactly. so at least it it, it ain't me you you know so it's like why why would I appreciate that person? Yeah, exactly. Why would I say yeah. that Muhammad Ali is the greatest? Yeah, exactly. You know, why would I, exactly. you know, want that child to go to school with another because it's always been a part of your daily life, yeah. even small small subtle things. I think I think if you look at like even just like if you okay, put look at it like this. And you know, we go back to slavery, right? We talked about it a couple times in this episode so far. Go back to slavery. You know how many people, like a percentage of people that own slaves in America? I think it was only like literally like 25% own slaves. And only like, I think it was like a super small percentage had plantations. Like what we, the concept of what we think slavery was, that was real. But there was only like a super small percentage of people who own. So it was like the people who are filthy rich right now. They were the ones who had plantations, right? And the business owners. So what they did with white like white there was uh, like 
poor people were poor. Whites were super poor back then. And what happened was, so what they did with the with the that that small percentage who owned slaves, they basically took that concept and said, "Hey, these people are slaves, and you're better than them because you're white." Although they were poor, and these business owners weren't giving them anything, but they guess what? We ain't a slave. We're not black. Although we're struggling and we're out here. To and the, and the thing is. We'll have to do some fact checking again, guys. The thing is, but you don't agree with that. You think there was a larger people that owned slaves? Oh yeah, I do. No, I'm talking about plantations. It was just like now. It's just like the the super like, like the one percent. Yeah, those are the people who would have owned slave plantations. But I, I mean, I, there I, was I, a higher percentage that owned a slave, like a family. Like if you listen to my my episode with my grandmother, mm -hmm. that guy had workers, which would have been my grandmother. Who, but were there was like a family of people who worked for him. That was considered what they had slaves. So it was like a family of people, like, hey, we take care of you. But, like, when we see roots or something, we see plenty of slaves working out in a in a field. Those were the plantations. Yeah, I mean. You see I, what I'm saying? I That's, mean, but there are still, you know, hundreds and thousands and millions of slaves. But um, I kind of feel like that whole idea of, well, I'm not black, that has literally been like a standing point in our in our history and in our culture but i'm not black like that was like the worst thing you could like when you were growing up and you were on the you know on the playground with your friends well i'm not an african booty scratcher like that was like you know what i'm saying like even in little kids like little digs like stuff like that mm -hmm. like being black was like the worst thing you could be right right and that's <laughs> that is really that that black and mean as far as like just being black i mean being being a person of color being a black person and you're right i mean but even still that hasn't changed because there are there are still some white people that feel like i am better than you you are a scum of the earth i can treat you however i want to treat you just because you're black still in 2016 and that's scary right right that's that's really scary and it's and it's kind of hard to to me, I just, I mean, I don't, I don't get it, but, you know, I just. Yeah, I got the fact check right here. Oh, come on, fact checker. Come on, fact checker. See, he don't be telling me questions. Come on, fact checker. Don't be questioning me. So here it says almost one third of all Southern families own slaves. Um, right here it says, as for numbers of slaves owned by each master, 88% held fewer than 20 and nearly 50% held fewer than five. A they still were slaves, Jones. No, I don't no, care. We're fact-checking what I said, not they were slaves. <laughs> <laughs> but my point of what I'm saying is that, you know, there were a lot of people who did not own slaves, but that upper class basically was saying, hey, at least you're not a slave. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So for comparison's sake, let it be noted that in 1950, only 2% of American family-owned corporation stock equal to a value of 1860 value in a single slave. Come on, man. Let's fact check. I want to know where these facts are coming from. <laughs> now, now she want to know. Now I want to know these facts. Are these credible facts? Did you make uh, these facts come up? Come on, man. Give it up. Give it up. Either, either way. <laughs> I'm glad. This, man, I'll tell you, there's a great thing called internet. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Smartphones. The internet is your thing. All right, man. So, uh, yeah, you know, I, I mean, I guess we can just kind of, you know, hopefully you guys enjoyed this. And let's, I mean, basically, what's the moral to this? What, you, what do you got? Let's see. The moral to the story is. 
Do your own research. <laughs> <laughs> Be optimistic. Don't say all. Don't. <laughs> no, the, the moral of the story is um, our culture is a rich culture. Our culture is a culture full of history, full of life, and full of struggle. And um, there's a reason, you know, that, you know, we have these conversations. It's because the more that we can share, right. the more we can understand. Right, right. So, um, there's, th- that's my point. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think um, one thing I did at the firehouse, you know, I... You know, you get that kind of un- uncomfortable, especially if you work with individuals that you you feel that you're OK with and you're comfortable to talk with. Mm-hmm. But I had a couple guys, you know, you know, they they asked me a couple questions one time and I was like, yo, listen, I was like, man, y'all get one black question a day. And it was all in joking. And I was like, but you so you better make sure it's a good question. You know, <laughs> but I mean, I mean you know, in joking, in, in joking, it was like me. I, I joked in a way. But at the end of the day, I mean, it was more so of me giving them education about our culture mm-hmm. you know what i mean so they you know they would ask questions i mean it they gave me respect enough to not ask stupid ass questions to where i'm like what do he you know because i would give them a dumb ass question back a dumb ass answer back yeah but it was more so like questions of like you know why are there why is there a black expo why isn't there a white expo mm-hmm. why are there black universities why you know what if we call them white mm-hmm. you know those kind of questions to where i'm like I, I give them the right answer, like, well, this is why. And they're like, oh, I didn't think of it like that. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? I mean, so, and that kind of dialogue makes a difference. And, I mean, because and it does. really and truly, really and, and truly, um, especially like when you're the token black person in the office or, you know, token black person where you sure. work. A lot of times, I mean, it, it goes the same for us, too. We have questions about white culture. You know, I don't. I mean, well, some people. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I mean, but, but you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, why do y'all love racing so much? I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even just in the concept of, uh, like, let's just say going back to Colin Kaepernick. Like, okay, why do you have a problem that he's not standing Right, up? right, right. Well, he's disrespectful. He could have did something different. Okay, what could he have done? What could he have done? Right. Yeah, because you know. Because <laughs> I can't sit down. I can't stand up. I can't be quiet. Well, I can't speak out. he could out, have I done this. I'm like, that wouldn't have called. I said, no, you know what? Why? The reason he did what he did is... It's giving you the effect that it's given now. We're talking about it, I exactly. said, you know, but we're talking about him kneeling, not the things that he was talking about, you know. So, but yeah. So when I did that, I looked at it as a way of like education, and I was just trying to, you know, I was just trying to help them understand. And like I said before, man, until we understand each other's culture and accept it, you know, we're never going to be able to, you know, be able to come together and just see eye to eye on a lot of things. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just because. It's always going to be that that separation of culture, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, good talk today, John. Yeah, man, I like this. I like arguing with we you. We got to get a turned up, turned up episode. Going yeah, on. what a we, we've been real serious. We've been yeah, real yeah, serious yeah, these yeah, last couple episodes. Like, Fight the power. Stakes is high. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, but we're gonna. But no, nah, I think these are good conversations, man. You know, hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Um, see where can they find us? You guys can find us on SoundCloud. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're using the hashtag Stakes Podcast. Um, make sure to follow us. We'll drop links in the episode so you know where to find us. Leave us a message. Leave us a comment. We always talk back. Yes, we do. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Stakes See you next high. week. Peace.